Good evening. Welcome to Left, Right and Center. I'm Vishnu Shom on the program tonight. There was welcome news early this morning, very early. All eight ex-Indian Navy officers and a sailor among them who were on the death row earlier in Qatar have been released. Seven of them are back home. The one remaining will be back home soon. The government says the active involvement of the Prime Minister and the involvement of the Emir of Qatar has ensured that the men are out. The Prime Minister, meanwhile, will be in Qatar later this week, just days after India and Qatar announced a mega gas deal. Major diplomatic triumph for India, eight veterans of the Navy who were sentenced to death in Qatar were released in Doha today. The first images of seven of the eight ex-Navy personnel who were sentenced to death in Qatar stepping out of Delhi airport early this morning. Their release, unexpected and sudden, ends an 18-month ordeal where they were taken into judicial custody after being accused of espionage. India safe and sound, or definitely Honorable Prime Minister Shri Modi ko Without without the intervention of Prime Minister Modi, it won't be. Today, we are not standing in front of you. Very very thankful. We have waited uh, almost 18 months to be back in India. Put in solitary confinement, the families of the men were stunned when, despite their appeals for release, they were sentenced to death. Ultimately, those charges were commuted to lengthy jail terms for the men, but finally, now relief. We are uh, grateful for their return. We deeply appreciate uh, the. Uh, decision of the Qatari's government and the Amir to release them. Honorable Prime Minister has himself personally constantly supervised all the developments in this case. The process to release the men who were involved in training the Qatar Navy and worked for a company called Aldhara picked up pace when the Prime Minister met the Emir of Qatar on the sidelines of the UN Climate Change Summit in Dubai in December. India and Qatar have strong strategic ties. The Prime Minister is scheduled to again meet the Emir on the 14th of this month in Qatar. And just last week, India's Petronet agreed to import 7.5 million tons of LNG annually from Qatar for two decades, the largest ever extension of a deal of its kind. Vishnu Shom for NDTV. All right, so fantastic news then for uh, the families. Uh, their loved ones are back home. It's been an, a harrowing 18 months for them. The process of actually getting them out of jail has seen the government being involved at all levels, the role of the prime minister, the national security advisor, among others. And, of course, the magnanimity of the emir of uh, Qatar has ensured that these men are out. Joining us now, uh, Ambassador Prabhu Dayal, Commander Rajiv Sardana, who, uh, who knows um, some of those, the men who've been released. Uh, Captain Alok Bansal, who also knows some of the men who've been released. Captain D.N. Sharma, uh, the former spokesperson of the Indian Navy. I'm also joined by the strategic affairs expert, Brahma Chalani. Um, Ambassador Prabhu Dayal, um, it's uh, been very, very tough negotiations, talks, conversations, uh, an appeal to the Emir. Uh, diplomatically, how big uh, of, a, of a win, of a triumph is this? Uh, given the fact that everyone was trying to uh, get involved to get these men out? Well, Vishnu, the release of our retired naval officers from Qatar was made possible only because of the 
personal intervention of the prime minister. These things don't happen easily. But when we saw the body language of the Qatar Amir uh, when he met Prime Minister Modi on the sidelines of the COP28 summit, I think we had become very hopeful from that time because there is that personal chemistry between Prime Minister Modi and the Qatar Amir. And without this, the release would not have been possible. So as the released officers themselves were saying, this event, which has brought so much joy to all of India, the release of our retired naval officer, is indeed a proof of the fact that Modi had to mumkin it. Commander Rajiv Sardana, uh, you know some of the, these, the officers who've uh, been released. Have you been able to speak to them? Are they saying anything? Um, they must be incredibly relieved being back at home. Any reactions at all from them? Yes, I have spoken to a couple of them. And uh, my first thanks is to NDTV because you have helped us, you know, highlight the plight which was of the naval officers who were stuck in Qatar. And I'm really grateful to you because it's the media who has helped highlight it. Everybody is thanking only just the MEA and the, uh, you know, the prime minister. That's the job. But I'm saying I'm really grateful to the media who has helped us highlight this case because as I was on the channel with you last time, it was a no-brainer. They've been, you know, these people didn't deserve to be for to be incarcerated for 17 months, and they're back. And I also I'm extremely grateful to the Indian media and NDTV in special. We are delighted to have been of help uh, in this particular case. But Commander Sardana, anything else that they've said to you? Were there moments, for example, when um, these officers felt that you know it was hopeless? No, no, they have lost a lot of weight. I spoke to a lot of them. I met a few of them. They lost weight, but their morale was never down. And, you know, India has somehow turned like the U.S. that it doesn't leave a man, uh, you know, on the dead ground. It doesn't get them, get them back. India is, has progressed. And now we don't leave anybody in trouble. If he's in trouble, we bring them back in. And uh, I'm grateful to the MEA, the Indian Navy, and Prime Minister Modi, who's helped us getting our brother officers back. My heart is like, you know, you can't, uh, I feel so strongly about this. No, I know you felt strongly throughout, sir. Tell us a little bit about the men, Commander Sardana. Um, I mean, they, they've had an exemplary record while in service with the Indian Navy that to be charged or accused of espionage always seemed ludicrous. Yes. See, today, the fam the officers were, uh, they didn't have any clue that they're going to be uh, coming back so soon. I mean, like last month when we were I was there on channel, I said they'll be back home soon without a blemish, without a spot on their white uniforms. They're all back. They were escorted by the Ministry of External Affairs uh, uh, people. And when they landed back in India at 3.34 in the night, uh, they were handed over their passports. And nobody in the families, nobody in the media, nobody nobody knew that they would be back home, you know, before uh, this so, so soon. So it's a great diplomatic win. It's a great, uh, you know, effort by the government of India, by the Indian Navy. And it's a great relief for the families. Nobody knew till yesterday. It was not even in the today's newspapers. 
so uh, you know uh, the government stands by you it's a great thing and the families and uh, the friends yes. and the colleagues are extremely grateful more to the media who made sure that this they come back home they didn't let it you know put it on the back burner so we are very grateful to indian media so the update from the external affairs ministry came in when most of us were asleep at at a little after 2 am in the morning ist i woke up to it at 6:15 am and we flashed the news instantly it was just remarkable remarkable uh, a uh, to to get to get an update from the ame at 2 am in the morning but the news was just fabulous um captain bansal let me come to you uh, next you also know family members we've been you know sort of speaking to them um, and you've been in touch with them uh, you know i mean it's a basic question what are they saying um, any reactions what about the sailors the officers who've been released what are they saying we have spoke to some of them i think at this point of time they're obviously unwilling to talk about it because it's been a harrowing time 18 months in solitary confinement with the threat of death sentence looming large any man could have been broken psychologically he was strong man they had exemplary records and they have managed to come out remember two of them had their daughters getting married during this period of time they could not attend the wedding in fact one of the officers who came when i spoke to him he says i am going through the wedding album just trying to see how the marriage took place he had not seen his son in law not seen the wedding so these are things and we need to understand that not only were these officers uh, have having exemplary service records they had established a company which was doing a yeoman's job it was doing it was training qatari navy it had set up their naval academy it was uh, maintaining ships not only at the qatar navy but merchant ships american ships all those which were visiting doha were being serviced by them so they were doing something which had been an exclusive domain of the european companies till then and obviously uh-huh. there were a lot of hard words because this was a lucrative job and i think as a result a conspiracy was hatched whereby these people were unnecessarily trapped into uh, this sort of a quagmire and i think it has been the credit goes to prime minister modi and his personal intervention and as you rightly said when during the cop summit he met the emir the body language clearly indicated that something positive was coming through and immediately after that we saw the death sentence being remitted and now they have been released yeah i had the good fortune of visiting these people in doha just before they had been arrested and oh, i, I saw the company what was doing so it was a phenomenal organization uh, from where these people were uh, from the tops were taken into overnight without telling them that they were being imprisoned they were hoodwinked into coming with them for some exercise or something like that and they were actually taken and put in solitary confinement yeah uh, brahma chalani um the uh, entire uh, premise of espionage always seemed absolutely bizarre there was all sorts of conversation of them being involved in some sort of submarine matter that didn't seem to make sense because uh, uh, you know i mean it was the qatar navy isn't employing submarines presently the midget submarines were not being built in qatar if anything they were uh, italian of an italian design uh, these are not strategic assets by any means uh, so that 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 seemed always bizarre many felt that it was a setup but just but the qatar government quite clearly went through the motions of a trial and then you know many appeals some of which may not did not work out 
And at the end of the day, uh, it wasn't easy at all getting these men back, right? You're absolutely right. Qatar has no independent judiciary, and the entire case against the eight was political in nature. India had to give out plenty of sweetness to get the eight released. New LNG contracts or commitments to Qatar and Prime Minister Modi's upcoming visit to Doha are part of the package that helped secure the freedom of the eight men. But I think one should look at the bigger issue. Mm -hmm. Qatar is a tiny kingdom that uses its gas wealth to play an outsized role, including by propping up violent jihadists in other places, including bankrolling Hamas and the Muslim Brotherhood. If you, if you, you would recall that in the Nupur Sharma case in the mid-2022, Qatar took the lead in protesting, summoning the Indian ambassador. Then, a few months later, came the arrest of the eight ex-Navy men from India. Mm. Mr. Modi is visiting both the UAE and Qatar. But the contrast between the UAE and Qatar could not be starker. One is a responsible stakeholder and the other is a maverick state. In fact, Qatar is a regional gadfly that is in danger of becoming an international rogue elephant. Yep. Very strong words over there. Ambassador Dayal, would you agree? Well, I'm not going to go into all these issues. At the moment, I'm in a celebratory mood because the distinguished and highly decorated retired naval officers have been released. Of course, the Prime Minister's visit on the 14th has been announced after their release, and it is to thank. And that shows the persona of the Prime Minister. He is always grateful for the good that other countries do. And that is why I find that our relations with so many other countries are progressing so well. And his visit to UAE is another example of this. When I was posted in uh, Dubai as Consul General from 94 to 98, there were two small Hindu temples there in Dubai, which was a liberal place. But one could never have imagined that a Hindu temple would be allowed to come up in Abu Dhabi. Prime Minister Modi visited UAE in 2015. Before that, the only Prime Minister who visited UAE was Mrs. Indira Gandhi, and that was in 1981. So for 34 years, no Indian Prime Minister visited. While in the term that he has been in office, he has already paid six visits and now he's commenced his seventh visit. So the personal effort which the Prime Minister has made in strengthening relations with countries like the UAE and the personal efforts he made to get the retired naval officers released are indeed very commendable. Captain D.K. Sharma, you know the Navy has been incredibly silent throughout this entire ordeal uh, and perhaps justifiably, justifiably so uh, because it's been an incredibly delicate process. Uh, could you share with us some of the reactions from colleagues and friends within the Navy uh, when they got the news of, that, uh, of these men coming out? Well, Vishnu, everybody is uh, lauding the efforts, the silent, the quiet efforts of MEA. And of course, this has all been possible because of the strong leadership of the country. So today is a day of celebrations and let's not, you know, I will not uh, even inch towards what were the reasons and why they were arrested and what has happened. All that is past. That dark night is over. Our people are back with us. 
and it shows the relationship of India with the Middle East and the heft which our government carries with him, and of course the magnanimity of the Emir of Qatar. So all this is only showing positives to us and the visit of the Prime Minister tomorrow day after whenever he is going is going to be another high and let's and we'll see that the way our geopolitical realities are now showing up and the way Indian government is moving in that part of the world, the way development is happening over there somewhere in collaboration and somewhere, you know, a tacit understanding is there. All these are signs of good times to come insofar as Middle East and India are concerned. Yes, they were very solid. A lot of work has happened, Vishnu. I, I can't share here. The visits by the topmost people kept under wraps and slowly things uh, started giving results. Whether you see the, the remittance of the capital punishment and within two months of that, the people are back home. That shows that a lot of work has happened, but without making any kind of noise, not even a whisper how things have happened. Commander Sardara, as we wrap up this discussion, could you share with us anything else that the family members may have told you? Uh, you know, Captain Bansal told us that fantastic story of, um, you know, two of the, 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 the men's daughters being married during this period when they were incarcerated. Is there anything else that you can share? What you, they've said? What you've heard today? It's been Diwali for the family members. Today, uh, since last night, when these people landed in the, you know, they came without passports. The MEA escort in uh, Doha escorted them to the deputy chief of mission, escorted them back to the airport. And when they landed up here, they have come back without a scar. They have come back without a spot on what they have done because there was nothing there. So, uh, it's, we're thankful to the government, but also, because these men were clean, they're clean whites, the men and whites were clean. So that's why they're back so soon. And that is the conviction we have for our men in the armed forces, in the Navy. And we're also, of course, grateful to the help. But, you know, the Modi government or the MEA or the defense forces will not stand by somebody who's tainted. These men were never tainted. They were clean and they're back clean. So I'm thankful all of them and we're happy they're back home. Thank you all very much for being with us. It is indeed a day of celebration for those families. Let's think about them first. And of course, the men who are back, seven of the eight are back in India. One of them is still over there. There are a couple of financial issues which need to be sorted out. But he has been released and hopefully should be back home very soon as well.